3: oh what's going on everybody welcome to episode 620 of flow wrestling radio live i am your host christian piles joined as always by ben funky askrin coming us from the lattice backyard in southern california flexing with the birds Stephen kyle bracky's here with his uh greenley shirt and oliver stone holding it down in the back and this is one of the most anticipated shows for me of the whole year so much happened and like all the storylines kind of got pushed to conference weekend because we never really got to see all the big teams hit we never got to see a, a lot of really competitive matches so it all happened this weekend big 12s was awesome we had that going thanks to all of you that tuned in for the watch party. We had a lot of fun doing that. We're a little delirious. It's kind of funny being back here again after spending basically two straight days in here. But um, it was great because we really, I mean, we watched basically every relevant match um, over the weekend while Ben was, was coaching Wisconsin. Uh, how many, how many screens you guys have going? We had two TVs um, that all could support like four mats on them.
1: Ooh, that that is that is quite the
3: setup boys yeah it was good Man. shout out shout out to tyler for for setting it up um nice we're doing it again for ncaa's but we're gonna it's gonna be even um well i'll say better because we're gonna have like a what? overall kind of um setup, like a stream then we have like an iowa stream and a penn state stream so it's going to be a lot of fun. We're really looking forward so to
1: like, it. So like you put two of uh, Flow employees in Penn State gear and they talk very biased Penn State talk. Yes. And then two in Iowa gear. Is that what
3: you're for real? That not, would be hilarious. We're not going that far, but you know what? Maybe we'll do it. Like Andy Hamilton's going to be on the uh, in the Iowa one because he's mm-hmm. an obvious guy to talk about Hawkeye wrestling. But enough about our plans. Let's talk about what happened because so much happened. Uh, Where do and- you want to start? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, well, I kind of want to start with with Big Tens just because it was Big Tens, but like Big Twelve was chock full of storylines more than I thought we would get. But I want to say at the top, it feels like the team races is, is is definitely not in contention. I've been trying to tell you guys part.
1: this for months. I don't, okay, I don't know. Okay,
3: man. Well, because Ben, we didn't really ever get to see the their full lineup. We never got to see that was like Penn... kind of obvious. Well, hold on. Now back up. <laughs> you. Uh- were just as high, if not higher, on Kirkfleet than anyone. And if Kirkfleet was what you thought he was going to be, then they would have, no, like... No, it doesn't affect anything. How do you figure? Because was not high
1: on Joe Lee or Michael Beard or Robbie Howard or Bo Bartlett or... Who else? I don't know. Nick Lee.
3: Nick No, I was high on Nick you, you didn't like him. Uh, you know.
1: uh, Brady Birdie. Brady Birdie was the last one I was looking for.
3: Um. Well, okay, fine. But if they had five legit title contenders, then that... That puts them in any conversation. Where
1: well, the problem is Iowa has um, better title contenders because they're going to score more points, right? Spencer Lee's going to outscore anyone on the Penn State team by a uh, relatively wide margin. Um, Jaden Ironman is looking like he's going to be probably the second or third biggest point scorer at the NCAA championships. Yeah, Sandel actually looked great. But, yeah, then you could go into uh, Kemmer. Kemmer is going to score a ton of points. Uh, Marinelli's the favorite, right? So the problem is Iowa has that and then Iowa's next tier is just a lot better than Penn State's next
3: tier. Yeah, no question. Um, you're right. This is this could be a really obnoxious yes. show. This could be a really obnoxious I a show for Ben. It. it felt so good. Ben is probably the only person outside of the Lincoln, Nebraska or Idaho area that called Ridge Love It to the Big Ten Finals. Oh, um and he looked i mean not only did ridge love it i guess we're starting with ridge love it i mean why not ridge uh, is good man he's really he good. is so good and he is so good in uh, well actually he's good in a lot of places he's still i think the thing that's going to prevent him from winning a national title if there's one thing is he can't get the legs he's not doesn't no have go a
1: to offense no
3: go-to offense but man is he good on top and man is he great upper body and can he scramble so he's yeah. He is not far away from putting the pieces together to be a real contender. And at 149, man, I mean if you're if you're beating Max Buren and you're uh I don't want to say pushing Sammy Sasso. Uh, what, he was competitive. He was Certainly definitely competitive. competitive. I thought it was like
0: his run was gonna kinda end at that point and Sammy was gonna tune him up it was a close
1: match for
3: him. He looked good. What's the highest Max Buren was ranked this year? Four? Ah. Uh, Wait, was, Max, was he ranked second at any point? No. He
1: got ranked second?
2: No, 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 no. Austin O'Connor's second.
3: Oh, yeah, AOC.
1: Yeah, I think he's like four maybe, but that's, that's a legit win. I mean, how far does he drop? Because Five's um, the highest we had Murin. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was close. Um, I mean, I, Iowa didn't have its best performance, but it's still, even even despite that, it still seems impossible that anyone catches them because Murin. I mean, top five guy in the country didn't place at the damn Big Ten tournament.
3: Correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, and that's that they built a kind of team that can have those kind of you want to call them lapses or whatever, but they don't yeah. have to be optimized to to win because they they're the best team by far. Another thing I think is interesting is the prevailing dynamic in college wrestling was Penn State's. Bonus points and bonus point scores, And they had this nucleus of guys that were just getting pins after pins, whether it was David Taylor, Ed Ruth in the beginning, then became Zane Nolf, nickel and, you know, throwing a Quentin Wright and throwing yeah. a Mark Hall and a Cienzo even sometimes. And you just had a lot of guys scoring massive points. And now so many of their guys are like, you think about Staraki, He's a fantastic freshman, but he's playing a really controlled game. He's a takedown guy. He's not a, a – major Turner, Aaron Brooks, even he's probably, uh, I think Aaron Brooks is the best wrestler on Penn state right now. Amazing on his feet, but he's not a big bonus point scorer. He's not a guy that's going to ride you and turn and put you over against the best guys mm-hmm. on a consistent basis. He has Penn Taylor Vins. He has scored big points, but yeah. the, the Penn state bonus point era has not <clears throat> translated to this next group yet. Right? Yes. We haven't seen that with uh, Nick Lee is probably the best bonus point scorer on Penn State right now. Uh, and I don't know if that's true, but that feel he feels like the guy was, not
1: a good bonus guy. No, it doesn't feel like at least.
3: No, he's a, <clears throat> these guys are tough to take down. They have a, a game that's really catered almost like to freestyle. You can tell these guys have been trying to make freestyle world teams and they've, they've honed their craft around being really tough to take down and able to get takedowns and yeah. That's going to put hey, them in a lot of matches, but it, you don't score 25 points at NCAs like that.
1: We should have started with the best match of the weekend, and the best match of the weekend was, you guys better agree with me on this one.
3: Rivera-Nickley.
1: Sebastian. Oh, my God.
3: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey, Ben. Ben, uh, it's you're, you're like cutting out so you're bad. Frozen. You're frozen. Hey, you're... Can you hear me now? log out log back in try it try that but yes yeah, so let's talk about rivera versus here now yeah
1: nick lee sebastian rivera was freaking amazing so awesome
3: yeah and if you didn't see it rivera got a takedown immediately and then it was kind of a back and forth match do your impressions of 141 change at all ben looks frozen again could be could be one of those uh shows um i don't know what's he doing in southern california anyways He's training.
2: Yeah, he's boxing.
3: Are you he's back? Training? Why is internet, why is it so hard to use
1: VMix? I mean, literally, the only place I get VMix to work is my house. What is I don't know.
3: Weird. But,
0: well, you are at a botanical garden. You're outside. Seems. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah.
3: How I don't know how close you are. Well, possibly... like <laughs> seven feet away. All right. Hey Ben, hop hop off and uh, work.
1: I'll go inside and see if that
3: works better. Hold on. All right, relocating Ben shit okay um so let's talk about sebastian rivera versus Nick Lee, fellas um does your change does your impression of 141 change we were kind of te- we were i think i don't know who ben picked but we were kind of across the board uh Seabass bass picking him i think he did too because remember we all did and we're like oh my gosh we're all on yeah CBass, so it's definitely not happening definitely oh not. that definitely did happen and it definitely it definitely happened that we all picked him and it definitely happened what we said would happen right. which is that it didn't happen we mushed him oh is that what it
0: it's a term you mushed him yeah everybody gets a pick and then everybody's on it and then you get the bad luck jinx guy he's on the same one you got mushed
3: okay who's our bad luck jinx guy
0: I don't know I think I was the last one picked so I fear it's me <laughs> okay <laughs> I fear that it's me
3: <laughs> I fear that it may have been you as well um looks like Ben's talking I can't hear him yet though um so, I, on the one hand, I feel like Ironman matches up pretty good against both guys. But, you know, you look at that match, the Ironman-Nick Lee final. Nick Lee had the takedown advantage, two takedowns to one. It was the riding time and the escapes for Ironman that, that separated him and enabled him to, to win that one narrowly. But I feel like going into NCAAs, any of those guys can, can win 141. All right, Ben may be back. We'll see. Ben, are you back? I can't hear anybody all right no oh, no okay how about now bud all right are you there i'm here sorry right, you're, yeah you're not allowed to leave uh, wisconsin anymore
1: all right hey um i man, i didn't get to hear you guys talk about sea bass and nick lee those scrambles were so fantastic uh i was so impressed with both those guys it was it was so much fun and the referee he made the right calls. He held. I mean, there was a lot of points there where a lot of other referees would have called two, and I thought the referee did a great job.
3: Yeah. O- honestly, officiating the whole weekend was pretty good, except they didn't like calling near-fall sometimes, and they were really weird about out-of-bounds, but nothing that really jacked up the uh, any results, as far as I could tell. So what as you look at 141 right now, do you view it similarly, like, Man, any one of those three guys can win it, no question about it. And is there anyone else yeah. in the conversation? I don't think so.
1: Um, well, I do – I mean, it's obviously going to be easiest now for Armin to win because he's on the one side, and Sebastian and Nick have to go through each other, which is – that's tough, right? I well, mean, they we win think really
3: hard the, here's the thing, Ben. These seeds are going to be <clears throat> crazy. and there's They're going to be all jacked up. There's a scenario like – Tariq Stop. Wilson.
1: You're not telling me they're not going to be one, two, three, are you? That is. That's entirely I don't possible. I think that's going
3: to. They're not going to be 1-2-3. Tariq could be the two. Um, what? Absolutely. Why? <laughs>
2: because of the <laughs> Matrix thing they have. Undefeated conference champ.
1: Guys? guys, can we go to Indianapolis?
3: You can go. We need to go help them. I want to help them. I want to be involved. But I think I so here's the thing the matrix i saw Nomad
1: the... put out some seeds on heavyweight and i was really hoping he's joking but i wasn't sure whether he was joking or not no ben, why
2: do people think listen, he's joking? Listen, guys Uh-oh.
1: nomad uh oh no did you see the, the seeds. Numbers. did you see he, the seeds yes he hey joking. ben
3: he used the he did the same thing last year he nailed the seeds last year he knows oh how God. the it's not it's not his opinion he has like the formula he spits it out and he's very close to right almost every year he was like getting he was getting the seeds in the exact order last year.
2: There's like there's Damn. a certain point if you're within so many cry. if you're within so many points they can like have a debate or like yes. talk about it, but a lot of the times they're not within it that a
3: certain threshold and then they can make changes, but if if the math is like such that there's no wiggle room then he's stuck.
1: The heavyweight one, the heavyweight one he put out was like Oh my god this is hilarious this has to be a joke and then you know i didn't really think my my thought was i didn't think it was a joke but when i read it i was like okay listen i'm just gonna hope this is a joke because this is this is terrible
2: you know that there is you know what nomad has it right now oh my god one one ironman Mm
1: -hmm.
2: two wilson three demas four lee five rivera all three on the same side
1: whoa oh my god yeah Come be on, crazy. We'll Wait, see. He, does he not have a loss this year at all?
2: To Parker, who he avenged in the Big Twelve finals.
3: Yeah, that shouldn't get him above those guys. Why do? Why? Uh, why would? Above him? Why can't Nick Lee take a loss to number one with a win over yeah. number two or three? Or we are number one. That should not. And from a rankers' perspective, that doesn't make any sense. But the seeding... We've seen some of the seeds. Ben, we've seen seeds so, over the years. I know you love them because they normally favor the Tigers, but there's <laughs> some terrible, terrible seeds in there uh, frequently. And
2: this year with uh, limited scheduling, Big Ten didn't go get to go outside their conference or in a lot of tournaments. Uh, it, it could be more jacked up than ever before. Absolutely. Because
3: it's a uh, lot smaller body of work. So uh-huh. 41, I feel like we didn't, we learned everything and yet nothing. It's like, we learned, yeah, all three of these guys can go with each other. And whoever just has it that day, it's the ultimate cliche, but that's a real thing. Um, any one of those guys can win. Um, a couple other yeah, things. I mean,
1: listen, that makes, if, if you tell me, if you tell me Ironman's got to beat, well, okay, if they're on the same side, then he still only has to beat one of those guys. If you know, one of them ends at three and the other one ends at a four or five. Now he's got to probably beat two of those guys that that lowers his chances for me. If, I, if I'm making betting odds, that 100% lowers his chances because if he's got to beat two of those guys, the chances he's going to mess up against one of them is so close. And Nick Lee and Sebastian Rivera, um, they're both really, really good. There's not like a huge skill level difference whatsoever. Well, Jaden would only have to beat one of them. Cause- well, n- not if one was a five and one was a three. Oh, they're
2: four or five. In they're it. four or five, so they'd hit in the quarter, so he'd only have to beat one
1: yeah but i mean no those aren't those aren't like for sure seeds
3: no but they, it, yeah. it is a scenario that's feasible so um that's 41. Oh. it's gonna be crazy the gonna be crazy brackets come out tomorrow we're gonna have a live bracket show again for the third year in a row 6 p.m eastern uh 5 p.m central
2: watch us react and our, our brains get melted by these <laughs> yeah.
3: insane seeds spontaneous brain bleed um so it'll be me you and guys Bracky. You
1: were really, relatively complimentary last year, if I remember. It was like it was two years ago when you guys were going really nuts, yes. correct? Last year was relatively good.
3: Two years ago, we were not competent to stand trial. Two years ago, year, they fun. were
2: audacious. Last year, they were much better. Yep.
3: Yeah. So let's hope for that <laughs> again. But it's going to be fun uh, regardless. Do you want to talk about 33 a little bit? And I kind of want to sprinkle in a little Big 12 because it's okay. it's more and more apparent now. Um, and it was kind of apparent previously, but it's going to be Roman and Dayton for the title. And it seems, um, you know, everyone's going to favor Dayton. I kind of always thought Roman's got a really good shot and matches up well against Dayton Fix. Now, seeing Dayton, you know, he won no problem at Big 12s, but, you know, the decision against Madrigal, I feel like it's going to be a one-takedown match, and... It's as hard as Dayton is to take down. It's hard to see a scenario where he doesn't. It seems like you can almost fast forward to tiebreakers. There, Dayton will get the ride out and win. Kind of thing. That's kind of how. Wow,
1: you're going that far, um, man. I don't feel that strongly. I I definitely see what you're talking about. Where, um, you know, Dayton didn't look great against Madrigal, and he's not super dynamic offensively. And Roman's really, really solid defensively, but. The notion that neither one of them is going to get a takedown for seven minutes, um, I don't really feel that, or you know, really eight minutes if you're including overtime. Um, I don't really feel that strongly about that. I, I think someone's going to score a couple points, um, and I would definitely lean towards Dayton.
3: Yeah, and, and maybe. Uh, I just think Roman is not going to engage in the tie ups very much. It could be one thing I think could be a factor is Dayton's pressure. Is how he takes yeah. ground. He could end up with some stall, stall call, stall points there Absolutely. just from taking ground, getting Roman to the edge. But Roman, you know, no issues with DeSanto DeS- at thirty three. The story for me, out of everything, was Lucas Bird. How good he yeah. looked. He really pushed DeSanto. He got the takedown, a takedown. Um, he couldn't. He couldn't hold off DeSanto. Then he beat Chris Cannon really soundly. I think yeah. Lucas Bird's a definite guy to watch headed headed in NCAAs. and coming into this year, I wasn't particularly high on him, but he uh, yeah, he's good. Him
1: versus DeSanto was highly competitive. I mean, he did a good job there. Um, you know, he didn't quite have the gas to go get him in the third period, but he was right there with him. Do you guys? Uh, so I guess now I'm asking you guys what the seeds are going to be because it could someone like I feel like someone like Corbin Myers. Or Mickey, Phillips, you could figure in here pretty well. Well,
3: yeah, let's see what. Um,
2: I don't know if he posted 33 on Twitter, but um, uh,
3: uh, I don't it, know. Ooh. Corbin Corbin could reasonably be like the three. I think it's Dayton, Roman. So, okay,
2: Dayton, RBY, Corbin, Mickey, DeSanto, Schmidt, Bird, Hayes, Trombley, Cannon.
3: Schmidt? Dang. Schmidt's that
1: high?
2: It's got, I think, just yeah. one loss on the There's year. Two
1: losses. No, one loss.
2: I think it's one. Let me check.
1: Wow, damn! I didn't realize how good the ACC was. There, they got Myers, Phillippe, Hayes, Trombley, four through seven. That's freaking impressive.
2: Schmidt lost his first match of the year. To Zach Price, who's a top fifteen guy, and then his one out.
1: Wow. Mm.
3: Jeez. That still feels high. Because what's his best win?
2: Uh, probably now Zach Redding, who's who's jumped into the top. Get out of here with so. that.
3: Get out of here with that seed. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. Beat some. Beat somebody. You and, and hey. if you're and if you're not gonna beat anybody, you can't lose to Zach Price. Those are my rules. Yeah.
1: Those are. I, I listen honestly. That's a Mizzou Tiger. That, that's a fair rule, Christian. I got yeah. no issue with that. Um, I don't mean to be totally ADHD, but um, we mentioned uh. OU in the OU holy crap who saw that one coming I did not see that one coming if you guys told me uh Oklahoma State tied for the team title and then said hey Ben this happened give, give odds um I probably would have given higher odds to Iowa State or Wyoming um and yeah. I feel like OU came out of nowhere like I don't I don't think any of us were talking about that possibility last week not even close
3: well, the the Mantanona brothers getting pins and pins and pins was was massive. Also, Marcus Oklahoma. Coleman pinned like four guys in a row on the backside. Yeah. So there were well, some Mark bonus Coleman, points. I right.
2: Okay. Oh, I don't know why I'm oh, sorry. I don't know why I was thinking. <laughs> I guess I was thinking pin I heard pins and I was just like, oh yeah, this guy pinned everybody. I just want to talk about pins. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
3: listen, you yeah, got excited. If you look up and down the Oklahoma State lineup, how many of those guys do you say this dude wrestled up to or, or exceeded his um, expectations. Up
1: to or um, Dayton, Boo, and Ferrari.
3: Dayton get scoring zero bonus points at Big 12s Lived up to your expectations. Mm-hmm. Zero bonus uh, I, I didn't, didn't realize
1: make...
2: he was... Wait,
3: Dayton or I Boo? I realized one. Dayton. Dayton had no bonus points. Uh, maybe a month. That's not attack. true. No, he had oh, he had two majors in attack. So no, bo- he did not bonus. Oh, him. Christian.
1: Throw a <laughs> he pin- okay. Oh, that's he a lot pin- of bonus points. He, though.
3: he pinned Metric Matt- I was thinking Boo because Boo had no. Right. Uh, had three decisions. So I would say Dayton is right about there, but him not getting a bonus point, which would have ultimately won B- Big 12s for Oklahoma State, yeah. that to me, against a guy he had pinned. Right? So you could say maybe he met expectations. You could say maybe Boo met expectations. And AJ either met or slightly exceeded expectations. Right? I think
1: he exceeded expectations. I mean, with yes. that bracket, winning that bracket was, uh, that bracket to me is equivalent to, and I guess we'll see if I'm right or not, is equivalent to the Big Ten bracket at 197. Um, and I could be wrong. We'll see in a couple weeks here. But, man, 197 Big 12 was really good.
3: Yeah. So with, with Oklahoma State, three of your ten guys wrestling about where they should be, that's that makes it tough. When and they, when yeah. I mean
2: they were they had a lot of high seeds, so you know, it's tough to go up, but at the same time they had a number of guys that were way below expectations. Yes. Mastro yeah. taking fifth. Um, Whitlake who had just destroyed everybody in one sixty five in the big twelve. Taking like yeah. getting beat by Luke Weber, and that's kind of shocking. Like,
1: I, Luke Weber is not in a good year, correct?
2: He actually only has two losses on the year, but he had no ranked wins or no wins that would say, like, this is coming. Um, but yeah, he mm-hmm. has a loss to Pat Schoenfelder, who's UNI's backup at
3: 65. Jeez, yeah, so I didn't think well, it
1: was I predicted a G great... Feller thing. Like, I mean, just, that just wasn't gonna, that wasn't gonna work out. We knew that, um, man. Heavyweight. We knew they weren't scoring points there. And then gear. It's like you could. He already lost to Samuelson, so it's not that far out of the realm of possibilities. And you knew. You knew. Plot was severely injured because he's got both bad shoulders.
2: She didn't. Even, she didn't even place. Losing that to Hornfeck be, yeah. on the backside is not good. Uh, and Hornfeck. the other. You mentioned G. Feller. Uh, Oklahoma State lost a team point in his wrestleback match. Oh my gosh!
0: I was just gonna ask about if we knew who lost the team point for this. Well, you know,
2: I was, I'm watching it right now. I'm trying to figure that out.
3: Oh wow, he's got it pulled yeah. up. So we don't know, but they lost a the team point. Um, so so many little things could have won Oklahoma State the thing outright. I guess you could say the same for Oklahoma as well, but and on the flip side, Oklahoma
2: uh, hit Team magical still has a losing record, <laughs> but he goes from yeah, un- really? he goes from unseated to uh making the finals and beating like three straight ranked guys to do it, and then pushes Dayton. Um, yeah. The Troy Mantonona getting like three pins, Ant Man getting a bunch of pins. Uh, Moore made the finals. Demas reversed the last two results against Ian Parker. Uh, Darren Roberts reversed a result against and Mitch Moore. Mitch Moore, um, making the finals and almost beating Boo. Yeah, I mean they Heinzelman uh the heavyweight beat uh Carter Isley. Yeah.
3: Wow. They they really wrestled yep. well. And the thing about it, uh, with the you know, Oklahoma State's performance is like <laughs> not only did they almost lose to Oklahoma, but they were pushed by Iowa State and, and Wyoming. Wyoming actually took
2: so after after the semifinals, Wyoming was in the lead and Then that's when Oklahoma went on their pin spree because they hadn't wrestled that round of wrestlebacks yet. And then Oklahoma just goes on a pin spree and they surge into the lead. And it was actually four teams could have won it going into uh, Sunday. Iowa State was still in the mix. Uh, And it looked like credit to Oklahoma because when you looked at their matchups going into Sunday, you didn't, you didn't like what they had in front of them. And it didn't look like they were going to be able to hold on and. Sure enough, they got enough wins and, and stepped up in the finals with Demas getting that overtime victory to uh to tie Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State had to run them down, actually.
1: But did I mean with Oklahoma, because you know we've been talking about Lou Roselli and just, you know, how he's been struggling there and how we thought he was going to do so well. Uh, I feel like there was not even any indicators. Like there was not a no. big duel win or anything this year where we're like, wow, they're starting to get a lot better. Like, I feel it was just like wow where the hell did this come
2: from yeah. yeah this is a team that lost to you and i pretty handily in iowa state and i was literally sitting here questioning where's the fight yes because they just rolled over um yeah well they found the fight this weekend they found the fight maybe you the fight. gave them the fight I- i'll take credit for it you're welcome i'll give you credit welcome for it. sooners all out
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. maybe
2: this is a spark he needs to to get things going in the right direction well, yeah.
3: NCAAs will be a, a different test. Um, Absolutely, yeah, sure. And you know, I I feel like Oklahoma State should and will be the highest placing Big Twelve team at NCAAs. Although, yeah, we'll see. There, I mean, Oklahoma State is not a trophy contender like I thought they would be this year. But that's not going to be. I think I got a
1: bet there. I'm going to win with you too. Was was I think we over under three and a half All Americans for Oklahoma State, right?
3: Yeah, we have a bet, but I don't want to. Need uh,
1: so many bets. you need so many push ups.
3: Unlikely. Uh, the the problem with the bets is we rarely remember the exact details of them, so we just move on. Damn it. You uh, I uh, so you have
1: somebody watches our show who keeps track of all the bets we make, Christian, and then makes you do so many push ups.
3: Okay. I don't mind I don't mind push ups, it's okay. Uh, we I think we should talk about one ninety seven a little bit, just like nationally. Yeah. After watching Amin, uh, Amin had two sudden victory matches before, having a pretty, I'll call it sort of dominant win over Eric Schultz in the finals. He had sudden victory over Beard, sudden victory over Warner, and then beat number one Eric Schultz, or the number one seed Eric Schultz. Miles was our number one all along. Um, How do you view 197 nationally now, Ben?
1: Uh, I think it's relatively wide open. I think there's a lot of guys who could win this weight class um probably all the way down to like number eight noah adams if he won i really wouldn't be all that shocked um he was the number one going into the ncaa's last year um i mean Amin went overtime with beard and then overtime with warner uh and then beats up on schultz which i you know i figured it was going to be overtime again and you know, people part at me and say, well, his Beard now good, is good now because he went to overtime with Amin, but then he went and lost to Caffey relatively bad, and he lost to someone else on the back I'm not remembering. Davison, Davison. Davison, thank you. So, yeah, I think he's a deep weight class. Uh, you know, guy like Tanner Sloan, who we all thought was really good, he had a terrible big 12s. Um, so I did wide open. Anything can happen.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know if my list would be as, as large as yours. I think Miles Amin... I think AJ Ferrari. I do think um, I'm not going to eliminate Eric Schultz. I'm not going to eliminate even Noah Adams at this point. But Noah Adams cannot beat Stephen Buchanan. Apparently, he is yeah. over three. There's something. I mean, I feel like he should beat him, but he can't beat him, and yeah, that's that's notable. So he's he's yeah. a little more draw dependent. Um, yeah,
1: one of the things I was really impressed with uh, Ferrari in that final. Well, you know, a lot of times we see him kind of blow through dudes. Um, he was very patient on a couple of those finishes. Uh, yeah. And worked really hard to get I guess Stephen Buchanan. Buchanan was doing some really solid defense. So I was I was impressed by that that kind of. And then I was also impressed. I did not think he had the riding ability. I want to see how he wrote him for what two minutes in the first period. It was a long time. Like.
3: He had like a minute fifty, a minute thirty after the first period. Yeah. Um uh, And man, he was up like five zero with riding time in the middle of the second. And it seemed like I mean he pushed for the major the whole time, but a couple little things uh, prevented him from getting it. Um, but seeing him, I mean, he really pushed hard for the major. Uh, it, it was impressive, and for a true freshman, you you might think, hey, let me just win, let me just get my title and move on, and just wrestle controlled. Him pushing for the major for the team, uh, that that really impressed me, and it was a it was exciting to see. And he he really wasn't all that challenged throughout the tournament. I mean he. He beat Sloan uh, Yeah, I couldn't evenly. find the
1: Sloan match on the internet anywhere, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, I think it may be one you had to watch it live um, uh, to do it. We're trying so to figure... Easy,
1: you know, two takedowns, right time, and an escape, it looks like.
3: I don't want be six points. No, I think he scored more than that.
1: Yeah, 7-1 was, was the score. But... Yeah.
3: He looked good. Yeah. Um, Frank, how, did you find I anything? I, mean, I don't see. see two
1: or three? Aj? Yeah.
3: Well, it's tough because remember, there's Cordell Norfleet. Is he? Cord, is he undefeated? No. Yeah. No,
1: he
3: is. Cordell Norfleet. Yeah. Who's he lost to? He beat Buchanan. Right. Uh Man, should he be higher than Warner? Let's see. Mm. Warner's only lost to mean. Yeah, North Northfleet's North 9-0. Yeah, so Nor, North Northfleet's definitely a title contender. He's uh, going to be really high. Yeah, he's going to have a really high seed. He could be the two. Is that possible? Yeah. Probably.
1: Who else is undefeated in this bracket? Nobody.
3: It's
2: going to depend on... Miles. Miles, I mean.
3: Well,
1: Miles, yeah, I'm sorry. Miles. It's going to
2: depend on what the coaches' rankings do, probably.
1: What's Nino at?
3: So Nino's Trumbull loss is going to hurt him, you yeah. have to figure. Yeah. Even though he won a uh, yeah. pretty tough. Um, yeah, he's had a really
1: good season because he beat a bunch of top dudes besides that one loss. Yeah, that's it's gonna be really dependent on how it gets seated. I feel like um, I feel like Ferrari uh, is gonna be top couple. I mean, probably lowest at four is what I feel
3: like. Yes. Okay, so. Maybe we get back to to Big Tens for a little bit. Uh, 197 is going to be fun. It's going to be interesting how they seed it. Um, a few things. Um, you know, with, with Penn State, looking at 149, the Bartlett situation there, I feel like Br- Bracky feels pretty strongly like Bartlett is not going to get in. Is that right? Yeah, he's not getting in. So it's well. You know he only has
1: what, like, he's got two backup Maryland wins, and then one win, and that's it, right?
2: He's no. That you're thinking of
1: at one forty-nine. At one forty-nine.
2: Right, but he doesn't not have two backup Maryland wins. He's he's four and three um, at one forty-nine. Well,
1: he has two backup Maryland wins.
2: They wrestled in the second match that night. Yes. Well, he started that duel, so yeah, it's not one the of them's backup. A starter.
1: Yeah. Well, kind um, of backup.
3: <laughs> why is why is a starter kind of a backup?
1: <laughs> well, okay, and then he wrestled uh Michigan backup Cole Matten, and then he wrestled two Maryland backups, Baxter and Cordillo. And those right. are those are three of his four wins. And the other one yeah, no, I'm right you guys you guys are me. I'm right. Because Michael North is a starter for Maryland, whom he pinned at Big Tens. Well, the other two dudes. Except are not Baxter good.
2: started all the duels except and then just didn't start at Big Tens. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, he's not getting in. He's four, and, he's four and three. He's four and three, and, three and he's not getting in. Guys, sorry. Revis so,
3: wins over rolling, guys. Correct. So the weird thing with that, with that whole situation is, in the preseason, when we we're looking at Penn State's lineup and who, what are they going to do with 41-49, it seemed obvious that their best two guys were going to be Nickley and Bo Bartlett in some order, form or fashion.
2: Yeah.
3: And they made – the, the weird thing, and it's something we were talking about throughout the season, is why were they weighing in Bo and wrestling him at 141 when yeah. he's obviously not going to beat out Nick Lee? And had they been getting him those exhibition matches at 49, yeah. if he gets three, four more wins, because he has all these 41 wins, that mean nothing. 4-0 at
1: 141.
3: 4-0 at 141. So if he was 3-1 and one at 149, and then he had a 7-4 and four or an 8-3 and three record he would probably get really high consideration for a, a wild card, but instead he's going to be on the outside looking in. Cause he was wrestling these 41 matches uh, for Penn state. Now maybe, you know, maybe they hadn't even considered him uh, a starter at 49 up until, I don't know if something happened, but it would just seem like weird decision-making at that point. Yeah. And it probably is what's going to ultimately cost him a, a spot. And, A weird year, whereas if he had been in the lineup all year or been able to at least wrestle in opens all year, he'd probably be a no-brainer qualifier. But everyone knew the deal coming into this season that it's going to be tough to get guys in the tournament, especially if they're only starting a few matches. So they weren't able to thread the needle there. He's clearly, I think we can at least say he's one of the 33 best guys in the country. I mean, he was right there with Yaya. He's competitive, but he doesn't have anything that really separates him. That's going to get him into the tournament. I don't feel.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Totally. Um, and Penn, I mean, Penn state started how many different guys at 49 and if it was like a normal year where guys could redshirt, I would say, well, I see what they're doing. They were trying to save Bo Bartlett's redshirt by starting, right. They started the bear claw. They started for clear and they started right. uh, some, some other dude. Um, and, you know, then they decided those guys weren't good enough, so they pulled out Bartlett, but, you know, the deal was there was no eligibility issues this year. Everyone's free, so I, I don't really see why, you know, unless there was a real thought that they were going to move Nick Lee up to 149, um, I don't see why they were weighing him in at 41 and not letting him bump up the whole time.
3: Yeah, so that was that's a little confusing, Um yeah, so where else do we want to go with, with 25? I think we got to talk about Spencer. Spencer gave Well, we're
1: going to finish the 39 talk. Uh, cause, so Murin lost to it and then turned around and lost to Van Brill. I knew Mure, or Lovett was going to be tough. I didn't see Van Brill coming like this. Um, <laughs> he wrestled all the way back to third place in this bracket. I don't think you guys saw it coming either. I mean, he's Absolutely out of the 18. Not. He lost first round to Peyton Omania. And comes back and wins like five in a row.
3: Yeah, he was uh, he was the talk of the watch party for us. I mean he he was he was electric. I mean he's really good in a few strange positions. He's really good with that near leg in. He's a good scrambler. He's tough on top. And yeah, we didn't see it coming at all. And then he lost in round one to Peyton Omania, who's like you know French guy. He got decapitated. He got decapitated. Peyton Omania does that. He he likes to decapitate vicious people. Headlocker. He's vicious. Well, yeah, I mean, Ultimate Road Warrior, his way back to third place. And he's certainly an All American contender headed in there. I, I, I don't see him climbing the rungs and pushing for a top three spot, but he's certainly a dangerous guy uh, yeah. come St. Louis. Yeah. And uh, a, a little bit of good vibes for for Rutgers. I mean, if you're a Rutgers fan, man, it's been a tough month. I mean, you're just wondering, hoping, please, Nikki Soriano, come wrestle for this team. And then he doesn't, and he goes to Mateo Pelicone instead. And it's like, okay, well, at least we have Sammy Alvarez. He's out. Yep. Doesn't wrestle. The rumor mill is is swirling about what happened there. Uh, the, I,
1: thought, the, I thought I heard that he didn't make weight.
3: Well, he he didn't step on the scale, so it's. Okay. But that is the that is the prevailing rumors that Sammy Alvarez okay. got really big. That was rumor I heard. Yes, and that's. Which is like how do you, how does that happen? I mean, guy made 33 most of the year. They were off from January 31st that's, to yeah, Big Ten. That's a killer. But you, yeah, that's a long way. can That's that, a big break. Man. Yeah, but it's a it's Division One wrestling. You got to maintain your maintain your weight. So if that's yeah. what happened, which we believe that's what happened, um, so that's devastating for Rutgers. You, you lose Alvarez, um, Rivera he's obviously a title contender. And then
2: you only got to watch three matches though. Yeah. You hardly like, got heading to see into him. the
3: big 10 tournament. Yep. And then, but Van Brill, definitely a bright spot for them. Poznansky
2: Poznansky was awesome. They went five,
3: good. three and o in and third place matches. That's pretty good. So, uh, it's kind of still kind of a, what could have been for Rutgers. You know, if you roll out Soriano Alvarez, Rivera, Van Brill as your first four, and then you've got Poznansky and Janzer, uh, in the mix there it's it's salty the turley guy i know the Turley guy didn't (laughs) place but he's not bad he's not bad
2: i think he'll get a wild card too um he gave he pushed labriola i don't know if you saw that match it was wild like 13 9 something like that yes yes indeed
3: he beat
1: up on drew hughes first round and hughes i know he's like he's been good before i know he's not super consistent but Turley really beat up on him
3: yep truth so, facts. Can you, well, all right, Ben, where do you want to go? Are you ready to move off 149?
1: Oh. Well, I'm sorry. You're the one, who, you go to these, you say 149, and then now, like, you only know, We, should, we with shouldn't have done half.
2: this. We should have started at 25 in the Big Ten and
3: just all run the down way through. through. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry.
1: 45. I'll tell you what about 25, Christian. I want to say, I didn't do the math on it. It felt like there was more underdogs that won than favorites that won. Like, I think that's definitely possible.
3: At 25? 25,
1: 100%.
2: It might be. I'd have to go back Luther in the bracket, but it felt like it was kind of uh, the shit being righted. You know, Ray Von Foley <laughs> and uh, Schroeder. Uh, Schroeder started the year. Yeah, they were two and four in the rankings to start the year, and they finished second and third and avenged some
3: losses from earlier in the season. Um, yeah, this is interesting. Nine seed Ragason beats eight seed D'Agostino. Um Shawver beat 13 seed. Chauver beats four seed. Uh, McKee, then uh, Barnett beat Howard. And Heinzelman the second beat- round
1: though, Schroeder's a seven and he wins. Foley's the five, he wins. And then on the backside, the backside was a disaster because you got yes. uh, Diagostino beating Cronin. McKee, yeah. Uh, he- McKee beat up on Barnett when it was opposite the last time. Um, Ragason beat Cardani, Howard beat Raguson yeah, But you know wild. what?
3: We kind of said all, maybe not all year, but definitely coming to this, all these dudes are like the same. There's Spencer, and then all these dudes <laughs> are sort of interchangeable, which kind of played out that way, except for something we were kind of all talking about, like the return of Devin Schroeder. And I think I picked Heinzelman to win, but uh, some of you guys picked uh, Schroeder to make the finals, and... He's all the way back. Um, he even yeah. took down Spencer. The the audacity, <laughs> but he did it.
1: Spencer went out of the first period twice.
3: Yes, it's uh, it's clearly the beginning of the end. Although he did pin Rayvon Foley in a tilt in 24 seconds. Yeah.
1: Um, Max said uh, Max was really mad when that happened because uh, you know, like he tells his kids that you, you can't get pinned in a tilt, and now that Rayvon Foley is getting pinned in a tilt, to a top ten guy? It's like. Well, but that guy got pinned in a tilt, so they, they all have an excuse now. They get pinned in a tilt.
3: <laughs> yeah, sure they will all be rushing to get pinned in tilts now. <laughs> so they can't wait. Though. Coach, you can't yell at me. You ain't cool
0: unless you get pinned in a tilt.
3: What's gonna What's gonna make Max Askren matter? A guy hits a, a five point fireman's carry or gets pinned in I a tilt. Know. Which Which will well, make Spencer
1: Leeper's goalie hits five point fireman's carries like just just every single time. So that's probably that.
3: Yeah, I mean, Spencer Lee just has to infuriate Max Askren because he's hitting firemen <laughs> His like crazy. Grip, can you guys imagine how tight that tricep grip must be? Insane. Is? It's so insane. He just grabs them and they just can't get their freaking arm out of there. They can't move. They are like they literally move. stuck in in a thing. No one can do that. It's not like he has like giant Johnny DeJulius banana yeah. hands. He's just squeezing <laughs> the crap out of the hand or the, out of the tricep and you can't get it back. Yeah.
1: I- I got really annoyed one of the announcers. I don't recall what it was, said, uh, who did they say they said someone with pound for pound was the strongest guy. And I'm just like, you guys freaking say that about everybody. And then, so everyone else in the room was like, well, who's your pound for pound strongest guy? And I'm like, well, I wouldn't say it definitively because number one, it's an insane statement to definitively say who you think is pound for pound the strongest. I think they said Deacon, which I disagree with strongly. If I had to pick one, if I had to guess, it would be Spencer. The way he does these things to these kids, is so insane because nothing he's doing is like revolutionary he's just so freaking strong and good at it that no one can stop it
3: yeah it is spencer it, it has to be i mean there's it
1: feels like right
3: it, it looks just it, it looks completely different i mean deegan
2: looks jacked but this, yeah the stuff he's hitting isn't like power stuff like
3: no he's just Better than these dudes. He's clearly strong. Yeah. I mean, obviously, all these guys are strong, but like, all right. are strong. Lee takes it to another level. He's got the freakazoid strength. But the, yeah. when no one is getting, I mean, he makes Big Tens look like Central Dolphin at the Diesel Duels. They're just getting wrists and rolling guys <laughs> through. No problem. Or Team <laughs> oh, Diesel at the so Disney awesome. Duels. It's like, it's not that easy. Um, oh, that was he's, he's ridiculous. <laughs> and yeah, he's got yeah, to be pound for
1: pound. Watching these guys try to keep their wrists away from Spencer Lee when he just goes, oh, there. Like it's hilarious. They no one can do it.
3: Yeah, and I mean for him to get a tech fall, no problem after giving up the opening takedown. It's just too, too something like that. But the talk of 125 is not about Spencer's dominance. That is just like assumed. Everyone is is. Breaking out their, their lip-reading technology about what Spencer said jogging off the mat. So
2: many people have asked about it in the chat since we started. This Everyone show. is freaking out that Everybody Spencer Lee hurt
3: his knee. I had people text me, send me videos. They're like, he said something about his knee. He said he blew out his knee. He said this and that, like reading his lips coming off the mat. And he does look concerned. He does have a strange gait about him after it. But... I I don't think there's anything to get
1: any brace on to start with, right?
3: Yeah, he always yes, he's had that kind of always.
1: I thought no, don't you guys remember there was the one year when he took the brace off and everyone was talking because he was not wrestling with the brace. Finally,
3: yeah, I think he did for
2: a good bit last year. I think he was braceless a little
3: bit last year. Braceless.
1: So well, I I missed. I must have missed his lip reading piece. I mean, we had a bunch of dudes watching, it, so maybe that's why or something.
3: Yeah, and I didn't exactly notice it. I did not notice it, uh, watching it in real time. And then everyone's sending me stuff. It's all over Twitter. It's all over everywhere. People are texting me, is Spencer okay, as if I would know. Um, <laughs> well, he's hurt. He's just going to wrestle anyways,
1: right? Because you got to wrestle. NCAAs and trials, what else are you going to do? You might as well just wrestle.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's he'll be fine. I mean, that's what I say. I'm just... he's. I don't know what he they're, they're yeah. saying it's the knee that's the, the the rumor mill but not nothing coming from iowa or anything like that it's just people watching tv and like <laughs> freaking out
2: yeah it could have been like like we see so so people talking the brace on the service, though he, he wears it all like the time peppers, yeah he's been wearing
0: it a lot recently
2: well i feel like he's it worn on. it most matches this year i don't know maybe it's just how he feels that day or um week leading up in mm. training or whatever but it could be one of those things where maybe he felt something during the match and just in that moment he was in a little bit of pain or I don't know it's just you're you're fresh off of wrestling and I don't know you might feel something at the time that's really not that big of a deal when you get home
3: yeah that's that's my thought just like you know heat of the moment you're a little freaked out or whatever but I I think he's probably fine um and if he's not fine it probably still won't matter yeah yeah I mean, we saw Jason
2: Nolf win a national title
1: on one leg pretty dominantly. Yep.
0: On one leg does Spencer bonus his way through NCAAs? Yes.
1: If uh I mean the only way if somehow he can't get on top, but even if he probably can't in the first period, he's gonna choose it in the second or third, and then he's gonna start rolling dudes.
3: It's it's just almost it's undeniable that he's going to get on top in a match, right? And who's it's, yeah, yeah, it's just there's basically no I don't see there's no Sebastian Rivera in this weight either. Um, so I, I don't, I don't see any scenario. I think he's going to be fine. I think he looks, to, yeah, the Olympic trials are coming up in a couple of weeks. That's what would concern me because he'll need all of his mobility for that. This field, yeah. you know, he can just suck it up and tech, tech pin his way through, but trials will be a different beast. Yeah. Um, uh, but here's hoping he's, He's a hundred percent all the way through. Um, so that's twenty-five. I don't guess there's much else to discuss there, other than Schroeder's, Schroeder's back, and he looks like a potential finalist. Uh, one one of the many guys on the short list. It'll deter, it'll you know it'll depend on how they seed it, but he's certainly gonna be a guy in the mix there.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like um, and I do, we already said this, but uh Latona and Camacho which Latona should likely be a two seed I think both of them um beat Devin Schroeder that's my feeling and the Teske Lamont match was pretty good too um yes. I mean I Teske's probably going to place I can't see him beating anyone that he would need to make the finals being probably Latona or Camacho or some some combination there
3: yeah I I agree with that um I Teske still continues to be so so impressive this year just the one loss to Courtney yep um the you want to talk about the seeds here potentially yeah
2: Nomad has a Lee Hildebrandt Latona Courtney Teske Camacho Lamont Foley Schroeder Heinzelman Diagostino.
3: so Courtney
1: there's a lot of of good guys that are going to be ranked relatively low
3: yeah Mm -hmm. I mean you look at Heinzelman of the 10 and uh, Lamont getting Hildebrandt early is interesting. A potential mm-hmm. Camacho Latona quarter, Courtney yep. Teske quarter, if these are the seeds they they end up going with. Um, Maybe someone like Liam
1: Liam Cronin down at, you guys have him ranked at 14, and I got to assume he's going to be seeded low or McKee at 15. Like those guys could, if you told me one of those guys beat Brandon Courtney, I'm not really shocked.
3: Same, same here. 25 is, you know, and Hildebrand at the two, that's a guy who he's a, he has a pretty specific style. He needs to get on top. He's, he's probably more of a counter guy than a guy that's going to go out and get a ton of takedowns on his feet. And we haven't seen him against the best guys. And that's true for like so many of these wrestlers, right? We've seen, we've seen Latona and Camacho wrestle each other. We haven't seen them against the Big Ten guys, and we haven't seen them against a Hildebrandt.
2: Yeah, Hildebrand's best win is either Connor Brown or Noah Certain. He beat
3: Certain 6-1. He won a in sudden victory against Connor Brown. Yeah. So it's, uh, there's a room for – and that's the thing. It's like, okay, if a 2 seed gets 6, people will be like, yeah, he underperformed. But probably not really. It's, you just don't know in this year where all these guys yeah. stack up. Yeah. Okay, 33, we talked about a little bit. Um, is there anything else on 25,
1: uh, uh Who's getting the wild cards? Bracken There's a knows. bunch of good dudes who didn't take top eight at the Big Ten.
2: Yeah, hang on one second here. Wild Was card it, I Bracken. mean
1: just in the ninth place bracket you had Cronin, Cardani, and Barnett? Who, so, I mean, those guys are good.
2: This is interesting. I, I'd like to talk about this for a second. I know we got a lot of other ways to get to, so I'll try okay. to make it quick um i put out big my wild card predictions um yesterday and i think Cronin and barnett are in they're getting in um okay. and then cardani might be the most interesting one and ben remember before the season you you wanted me to find the guy who could have the worst record only wrestling big 10 schedule and i said justin cardani wow and so he's three he's three and nine because um there's no, the big, the ninth place matches aren't in Russ that, but he's three and nine and he has wins over, <laughs> he beat Barnett, he beat Brock Huggins, um, and then he beat somebody in the ninth place bracket. I for, am oh forgetting God. who, and then, yeah, his losses though, Malik Heinzman, Devin Schroeder, Spencer Lee, Pat McKee, Michael D'Agostino, Liam Cronin, Devin Schroeder, Dylan Ragason.
1: You're that's so crazy
2: there, you're gonna sit there and tell me this guy is not one of the 33 best guys in the country and i heard yesterday that some coaches who rank 25 uh are considering are they considering or did leave him off their 125 ballot and i think that is total bs um you come wrestle in this 125 yeah. pound weight yeah. class in the big 10 and you show me what your record will be yeah
1: so the lowest guy he lost to is what mckee at 15.
2: Yeah, and who's been a top 10 guy this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so he's lost eight losses, all to guys in the top 15.
2: And he's got so better weird. wins than all And his all win those over guys. Eric Barnett is better than any win that anyone else looking for a wild
3: card has. Yeah. Damn. Oh, I speaking of wild cards, we got to talk oh. about this real chance at wild cards. Because Real Woods and Chance Rich... Yes. We got a little quid pro quo. Wordplay there.
0: CP's
2: not the one to scrabble with. I told you they could do these fake matches. I told you. You called
3: me. You said it wasn't true. They couldn't do it. So we got a quid pro quo situation where um, Cal Cal State Bakersfield gives Real Woods a sacrificial lamb lamb in exchange for uh, Stanford giving Chance Rich a sacrificial lamb. And they wrestled this. This this happened. Yes
2: stop coaching youth state so chance rich he was three, he was 3 and 2 i had him getting a wild card anyways but they wanted to give him a better shot so he wrestled two matches against suhas chundi um, from stanford and he tech fought him 15-0 and 18-0 so that got him to 5 and 2 which is now above 70% win percentage which is one of the things they look at and real woods didn't have the four matches that he needed so he wrestled two matches against Jose Landon, and he pinned him in 214, and then Tech followed him 16-0.
1: Dude, that's this might be worse than the last chance open. <laughs> it's bad. So, is, is it worse than the last chance open or not, Christian?
3: Um, Close. I think it's worse. Yeah. Here's yeah. why: because you have teams getting on the phone with each other, saying, "Hook it up." Also, last Give chance me this open
2: dude. during the season, not after a
3: conference tournament. Yes. Yeah. You're getting on the That's phone. You're saying, "Hey, hook it up. Give give real wood someone to thump on. We'll give you someone for Chance Rich to thump on. Real chance at NCAAs. That's what they're doing. I don't like it. Listen, on the one hand, there's there's a couple things going on here. On the one hand, if you if you give these coaches an inch, they will take it a mile, right? So if this is legal, then how mad can you really be? Because it is." legal for them to get on and say, Hey, give us, give us a match. We'll give you a match. We'll do it twice or whatever. So the NCAA has allowed a loophole that these coaches are driving a Mack truck through. Okay. So I don't like that.
1: Did you say a Mack truck or a
3: Mack truck. I said Mack truck, but you know, it Mack truck works as well. Mack truck, they drove the <laughs> Mack truck to Cal State Bakersfield and they said, "Let's do a couple fake matches so our guys get in NCAs."
0: Maybe it was our Mack truck driver, our buddy in uh Cincinnati. Ah. Was it? It's, oh ah. my gosh. No, he would not have he delivered the loss. lost. Match. Yeah, he, he, he got lost. <laughs> that was a rough situation. He's still yeah.
3: trying to park that truck. So, they they I don't like on the real wood side, I don't like it cuz like man, you could have been wrestling this season. You weren't. And decided no. not to. And no. then you decide you want to come out. So I don't like it on that end. Uh, spirit of the sport, I don't like it. I don't think it's good. But how mad can you get at Stanford? And how mad can you get at Cal State Bakersfield? They're trying to get their guys in the tournament. Yeah. And on the other hand, with Real Woods, I actually I am glad he's going to get in. Because he finished within the auto-qualifying threshold, which to me, you should get in if you do that. If your conference earns two spots and you make the finals, you should get in. And, but he didn't get in because he didn't have four matches. So on the other hand, I'm just like going back and forth. Like, well, that was a cheesy rule. So the NCAA has so many cheesy rules that I'm having a hard time getting mad. But I just think it's it's kind of a joke when you're just can just get on the phone say give me some guys to beat on and then we can get into the tournament like that. Wouldn't so it NCAA be legal work. for
1: them to wrestle their own guys? I don't think no? that counts.
3: You gotta wrestle mm. someone else.
1: How do
0: you Gosh. feel being that sacrificial lamb going at like getting that conversation? That's what
2: Spey and I were talking. It's like, how do you decide who you're gonna throw to him? You're like, hey, hey. sit hey, down. Buddy. Hey, Jose, sit down here for a second. Uh, uh, we need you. You're gonna go up to Palo Alto on Saturday and Real Woods is just gonna beat you pretty badly. Two straight matches, okay? Now, See, that's
1: <laughs>
0: no, that that <laughs> conversation is awkward enough. Now, what about the coaching in between the two matches? <laughs> like are they is he getting like points like, Hey, you gotta stay away from this here, you gotta attack the ankle, or is it just like, Hey man, do what you gotta do
3: to stay healthy? Listen. Yeah. Just pr- protect yourself at all. What
2: kind all of coaching possible. were they giving Suha's uh, after the fifteen oh loss to chance rich? All right, let's see if we can And you know, then what
0: happened the next one? Did he get teched again or Pantino? Yeah. 18-0. Oh, so he got tacked worse. <laughs> yes. It's a worse tech. Not, oh, he didn't make the right adjustments. Made some wrong ones. He made the wrong adjustments.
2: Yeah, I don't get the four-match rule either. In this season of all, you know, like this crazy season where you had Rutgers off for a whole month and you, uh, Alex Marinelli wrestled two matches going into Big Tens. Like, why was this four-match minimum a thing when it's not in normal years?
3: And also, shout-out EIWA. This didn't happen, but they had they were ready to have the extra matches at conferences if anyone needed them that finished within the allocations but it ended up working out that they didn't the, and it also the four-match thing is punitive for these smaller conferences right like EIWAs has a little bigger conference but Pac 12s like how many matches did real get to he had I guess he had 2 so he could have been 3 and 0 but he's 2 and 1 yeah he could have been 3 and 0 but it wouldn't matter cuz he would have won his
2: conference conference champs get in
3: yes so I don't know, I think it's I think it's cheesy that they're doing that. I get why they're doing it. I'm not mad at the coaches, but I think it's just outside the spirit of what NCAA yeah. wrestling should be. No, it totally is. Yeah, so, but- So could a Big Ten school have done one
1: yesterday, Christian? If they well, need to? Uh, yeah, that, that was what
2: like kind of crappy about it is the Big Ten and Big 12, They wanted, if they needed guys or had to have to do something like this, they would have had to do it on Monday, I guess. That'd be fun. So they Big
3: tens. I guess they could have. Yeah. What's stopping them? Well, i
1: they just had a party and just said, "Hey, everyone, stick everyone, bring your back, bring a couple backups, and then stick around on Monday. And whoever we need to get a few more wins, Justin Cardani, we'll get you like four wins against backups. Boom. Yeah.
3: Much better. <laughs> Seriously. Why not? Okay. So. Uh, where'd we stop? Thirty three. We talked a little bit about it with Lucas Bird. Austin DeSanto pulled on his hands the entire Lucas Bird match. I don't know if he he clearly has some sort of a yeah. hand injury. And then they were all him taped him. up for the final. Yeah. So something with his hands or fingers or whatever. Um and but he got it done against Lucas in a really tough match and then but RB wise seemingly just figured out how to beat Austin because he went from getting destroyed by him two years ago to now is Austin ever going to take him down again? I don't know.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think so. Hey, were you impressed with Chris Cannon at all? Or did you think he was that good? Cause I, I know RBY beat him. Um, but man, I, I thought he did a, quite a few good things that I was impressed with. And I, I could see him sneaking into the bottom of the AA category and says,
3: hundred percent. Uh, we were talking about him throughout the watch party, especially me, big Chris Cannon guy. I think he looks great. Um, and i do think he's right there to place fringe seventh eighth maybe sixth um bird beat him pretty soundly which is impressive to me yeah. well yeah Can- cannon's really good for sure and i'm excited to watch him Nice. he could definitely place um that was 49. that was pretty much it those are kind of the main guys 41 we've talked about at length yeah uh, we talked about the seeding. We talked about the Ironman Lee Rivera dynamic. I feel like any one of those guys can win. And I'm not really entertaining anyone outside of that top three winning. I think the champ will come from that group. And I don't feel if if there's a situation we're drawing out of a hat and you get those three names in there. I'm not more excited or disappointed if I get any of those names out of the hat. If I get Nick Lee, I'm like, listen, he beat Sebastian Rivera. He won the takedown battle against Jaden Ironman. I feel great. If I get Sebastian Rivera, I'm like, I know what this guy can do. He was right there. He had a penalty point and a um, a quick escape takedown scenario against Nick Lee that really changed that match. Right. So he's right there to win it, and that was an overtime bout, I believe. If I get Jaden Ironman, the last guy just won the tournament. So I don't. I feel equally about all three of those guys. Um, maybe that's wrong but I really view them so similarly.
1: Yeah. No, I uh, I feel the same way. I think like if you had them each wrestle 10 times, you're going to get a whole bunch of results.
3: And they're all going to be exciting results too. All those matches are yes. fire. Hey, Absolutely. what if this uh, takedown that Ironman got on Nick Lee was, um, was insane? So Nick Lee shoots the high crotch, and Ironman just kind of like, scoots around standing and ends up on top with a leg in did you see this be kind of like kicks the foot out I'm almost watching, like a i watched not watching that but
1: um, i don't know why I'm, I'm like not remembering this sequence i was at my house so maybe i was distracted by my kids for a second
3: oh man it was really slick come on ozzy well well dang ben uh it was really good I
1: pull it um no and there was the one was it the finals <laughs> where iron was going the one way and then he switched to go the other way got taken right in the, the period that was super I think I might mean you guys can't red.
3: Yes, I think so. Um so, all right, we'll check that out. Uh, if you didn't see it, watch it and maybe we can talk about it tomorrow. right now. It was a really it was after so Nickley gets the first takedown, so it's after that. Yes. Then he shoots a really nice high crotch. Uh okay. We'll go to forty nine. What was happening? Bulu Allen wins big twelves. It was a close, close match. Moore put him on his back but uh boo rides out i think for the win yeah I I remained the
2: entire third period which someone i think asked a question from him, why did Mitch Moore go underneath when he had riding time
3: he had riding time at that point like 105 or something yeah so yeah i mean fair fair question i think you yeah uh, honestly maybe just yeah. underestimated boo on top what's up ben
1: No, I I don't understand. That that happened multiple times this weekend where I feel like these guys are auto bottom choosers. And uh, I'm trying to remember the other match that really made me mad. I'm I'm blanking on what it was now, but I'm like, this is so freaking stupid. Why did that guy just choose bottom? And It just doesn't make sense. Um, I I don't understand for the life of me. These guys
3: understand that they suck at bottom. Why do they choose bottom? It blows my mind. (laughs) I don't know. I don't, I, we talked about it a good bit over the weekend, but I can't remember the, sp- the specific matches other than that one where someone took bottom and it seemed sort of questionable. There was another one
1: where, yeah, I was just shaking my head at it. I'm blinking which one it was right now.
3: Well, I'm pretty sure Mitch Moore at least, like, reversed Boo Allen to his back. Well, Boo was
2: trying a roll through tilt, and he gave up two yeah. back points and then stepped over and got two back points. Yeah, I guess somewhere. he
3: did get turned in that scenario. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not too mad. I'm not too mad. I don't think that's an audacious bottom choice in in that scenario. But there are some,
1: you will agree. Oh
3: my gosh, yes. Auto bottom is, it doesn't make sense to me. And the whole, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. The hard O, you got to get away thing is like, well, no, you don't actually have to get away. um, You don't get bottom. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, mean, obviously over the course of time, you want to get better at bottom, but the big tens is not the time to figure something out. No. Or the common term of the NCAA is like, figure, figure it out in April. You have like nine months to get better.
3: Right. Uh, 49, we talked about at length. Uh, Sasso got it done. Murin will get a wild card for sure. 57, uh, make Ryan Deacon just on another level from the other Big Ten 157s. There David Carr on another level from the Big 12 157s. And Hayden Hiley on his own level. So. Can't wait to see those three guys tangle at, at NCAs. I'm curious wh- how the seeds are going to play out. Will it be as simple as Deacon 1, Hidley 2, Carr 3, or could it get a little, um, could that one well, get a little Well, there's no one else you can throw in there, is there? Has Dellavecchia lost?
1: Probably not. But Carr, Hidley, and Deacon have not lost, correct?
3: Cor- yeah, correct.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got to go 1, 2, 3. Right.
3: All right. Any other thoughts on 57?
1: Uh, no, I agree with you that. Um, it's I don't want to say it's the next topic, but those guys are, yeah, everyone else in the field is pretty far behind um, the guys you stated.
3: Yes. 65, I mean, a couple of things for me. One, before we get to Bull, Cam Amin looked great. He wrestled awesome. Yeah. He sort of, he was right there in the Bull match. He lost 2-0, and then he wrestles back for third. He beat Peyton Robb. Uh, he beat t- uh, a tough Tucker in overtime, actually. I didn't realize that was an overtime match. Uh, but Cam Amin looks really, really good. But Marinelli is kind of the story for me, just how close his two matches were with, with Amin and Smith. is Perception-wise, he was a massive favorite in this. I don't think anyone thought he'd have close, two terribly close matches, but he really did. Now, and on the, on the other hand... While the matches were numerically close, I was never like Ethan Smith got him on the ropes, right? It just felt very much in Marinelli's control throughout the match. So I'm not trying to make it sound like it was closer than it was.
1: Yeah, I think it's one of those things where you have Marinelli here and you think of Amin and and Ethan Smith as down here. So when they wrestle like they're here, uh, it's kind of surprising to you. And so I would say, especially in the semi, the fact that Alex Marinelli could not get a takedown against Cam Amin. I would not have predicted that. That was surprising to me. And then, you know, he gets one against Ethan Smith. Um, I, so, yeah, I do, I do think the fact that both of those guys were so close to him was kind of surprising to me. Um, that being said, you know, uh, man, Shane Griffith took a loss at Pac-12. Mackay is hurt. I don't know who's going to challenge him. Anthony Valencia and –
3: who Keegan? Well, it's maybe Keegan. I mean, I think he is going to get. He's going to be. He's going to be challenged. He'll be the favorite. He should be the one seed. But I mean, he's going to have close close matches. Now, sixty five is not like it was two years ago when you know you yes. hit Makai in the freaking quarters. Yes. Um. I mean that that bracket had Chinzo, Bull, Makai, Chance, Wick, um, Yeah, Massa. I think. Although yep. we don't know how the heck they're going to seed Mackay, yeah, that's a good point. What if it's a Mackay? I don't know. His okay. wins aren't great this year. I mean, he beat Kennedy, he beat Keating. He has a Wenzel, He did not beat Wensel, and he did not wrestle right. at ACCs. He could get a totally jacked up seed. Yes, I could. What if he's
2: near Marinelli? I could see it. I could see him a
1: five well, a or an eight. Remember when Marinelli had to wrestle Joe Smith in the first
3: round? Never lost their mind on it.
2: Yes. And Joe Smith got like the first two takedowns before just completely gassing? Completely.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So tired. To be fair, wrestling is really exhausting. It's hard. It is tough. You do it for seven minutes, dude. Ben was was afraid to. That's why he would always pin guys. He didn't trust his seven Uh, minute gas tank. I mean,
1: hey, Makai only has. Two losses and technically both of them are by injury. He'll probably get a pretty high seed, right?
3: Well, um, maybe. Well, the hard part is
1: I mean he's actually injured. He shouldn't get a high seed.
3: Yeah, we have no idea how healthy he is.
2: Man, Zach Harmon's undefeated. Down at number seven, he should be seated um, ahead
3: of him. Wenzel should be seated ahead of the him. The only
2: person you really like, he's got to be ahead of Keating. He beat Keating. But also they don't really look at that unless it's
3: only if the they're point like so, so close. Right.
2: So they're not doing this
3: normal seating meeting. Did like Nomad we predict are. that one? He did not put that one on Twitter. Ooh. Okay. Um, so we'll see on sixty five. Sixty five is interesting. I mean, I think you that didn't look like the best version of the bull, although he mentioned that in the interview. Like, he hadn't wrestled since January twenty second as well. And that was another thing with Iowa. They they had like basically a two week, pro- no practice or something, yeah. you know, like that's a, that's a huge factor. I think Penn state probably had to go through, th- through the same thing. But Iowa's was, was later, as I recall.
2: Yes. They had not wrestled since, uh, February 7th. So a month.
3: So they, t- they took basically a month off and within that month, they had at least like 10 days off the mat. You have to imagine. So, they actually yeah. looked really, really good if you consider that much of a layoff in that tough of a tournament um, to only have a guy like Muren you know drop to two dangerous and really kind of wrestlers that unique present unique yeah. wrestlers who yeah. present special challenges. So I think Iowa really wrestled pretty well, and bull get just get the job done and move on.
2: Yeah, looking at his match with Smith last year it was fourteen to ten. Um, huh. if I remember right. Uh, oh yeah, remember that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alex. It was a bunch of re- takedown releases, but Smith did get a takedown uh, late. I remember. Yes. Yeah,
3: Smith looked good. I thought he had a, he had a nice tournament for himself. Seventy four. Okay, let's talk about this because this is like the most loaded weight at Big Tens. Um, oh yeah. Storaki by the skin of his teeth over uh, Romero, and then Labriola. Um, how did the Labriola match end? What happened there? Was there? Was, uh, did Labriola do something weird? I
2: remember, he tried to kind of like jump over him. He
3: tried to jump over him. Do you remember yeah. this, Ben? That was strange.
1: Um, uh, that's not what I thought, but now now I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. I can pull it up real fast here. Yeah. It wasn't
2: like Anthony Valencia flying squirrel over
3: top of him. Um, it was kind of more like a go behind, try to like hop over, but yeah, he ended up in just not good position. So that was um, that was interesting. I feel like. Staraki's gonna be in all his matches, although Kimmer really separated himself. I wasn't yeah. It wasn't I thought it was good good. Closer. Yeah, it feels like Kimmer's just gonna, you know, he may he's not gonna like bonus his way through the title, but he is clearly we thought there was maybe the the Labriola and Staraki, Massa, like they were all right there. I don't think they're right there. I think it's Kimmer. Massa was
1: kinda close. I mean, I guess. He never really got a, close to a takedown, but it wasn't wasn't a blowout by any sense of imagination.
3: Well, I was a little surprised. Kimura kind of got the early takedown, no problem. High crotch, doubles off, finish, yeah. and then it was kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm good. Massive can't. Oh, me. hold
1: on, hold on. This scramble, I forgot. Okay, I'm, I'm I came back up on it. That scramble at the end of oh, uh, uh, regulation and uh, uh Laverdiere was so awesome. Oh, yeah. I actually thought they could have went takedown. Labriola for a second there. And that's kind of one position I get annoyed and scrambles that the refs don't call fast enough is when the bottom guy has the legs through the middle. Um, and the top guy is kind of all the way behind. I feel like majority of the time that should be called a takedown and it's not, and it wasn't here. And then, you know, there was like a couple seconds where I thought, okay, they could call takedown Labriola. And then Starocchi improves his position to where he almost got the takedown. Um, that was a, that was an awesome scramble.
3: Yeah. They're, they're uh, they're both really good scramblers. And maybe I'm I'm overreacting to big tens and like Labriola. I'm not I'm not writing these guys off, but it it's tougher to see like at 41, you can see how all those guys could beat each other. At 74, there's got to be a real dip in performance from Kimmer and a real uptick in performance from the other guys if they're going to knock him off.
1: Yeah. Um do you, do you do you guys not agree with me on this scramble? Did you guys think it was just no takedown for sure? Because like I have, I have froze right now. At, where are you uh,
3: watching that?
1: YouTube has the entire. So they have the ten finals matches. All they have is the ten finals matches, and they have the semifinals. Every Matt two match, and every Matt one okay. match. But they have it kind of nicely chopped up. You can see like there's little spaces on YouTube uh, where the matches take place. And so it's at one twenty fifty three, like. This is where uh, for a couple segments here I thought for sure they could have called 2 and then, you know, Soroki improves his position, but I I would not have been shocked if they had called 2 prior to that.
3: Okay. Um so I'll, I'll try to pull it up maybe we, maybe we can Yeah,
1: talk I about don't think tomorrow. I don't think I mean someone has to take obviously get a takedown on Michael Kemmerer, but uh, I guess I don't feel as quite as strongly as you do about, um, man, I, if, if the seats fall, right, he could have a tough match in the quarters, the semis and the finals. Um, Very do true. I think he's going to lose? No. Is there a chance? Yeah, for sure.
3: Yes. Yes. Um, like right now who, okay. This is an interesting one. Who has a better chance at winning NCAs in your mind, Kimmer or Marinelli?
1: Oh, I would say, oh, I actually think Kemmer is better, but I think his competition is tougher. So I'll say Marinelli.
3: Yeah, I kind of think Kemmerer is just wrestling at such a high level. It just gives me more confidence that he's just going to figure it out. Um, yeah. Okay. So that was 74. Oh, uh, you guys bumped Jack's Hammer, all the web to the freaking 12. You called it 12? with him, too.
1: Nice work, guys. You nailed it. That was yeah. another call you I'm made. I'm gonna
2: clip that bin. Just told us nice work on our rankings. <laughs>
1: nice work on the rankings.
3: <laughs> oh, and your guy Parker. Let's talk about 84. Parker Kekai is undefeated.
1: He looks great too. He's he's number five seed. Pra- well, actually, is he gonna be more than the five seed? Because he could he be. Certainly should be. He could, could be, be
2: absolutely. Yeah, he's undefeated. I mean,
1: from I, I still agree with your rankings on a tiers perspective. Yeah, Heidley, Bowen, Duprez, and Brooks. But
2: I think I think those guys have a uh, no loss. I, yeah, it, it just depends on like how bad does the Matrix punish those guys for losing to either the number the number two or number three guy in the country. I don't. I think Brooks will be the one seed. Um, and then behind that, I don't know. Do you reward the undefeated guy? Do you reward? Oh, uh, Trent for beating the then number one guy or I don't know what I don't know how they're gonna do it I, I could see if it they made, uh, four different ways. If, they,
1: if they made them four or five because there's were three unfeated that would not be uh that would be I would feel bad for them because they already wrestled twice they'd wrestle each other again it would be ridiculous
3: see with the Labriola thing he never is so funny when he or not funny but when he rolls him through but no man it is kind of close. To a yeah, pound. for, I don't, for some about of two seconds there, he's
1: really covering.
3: Yeah, uh, but I never felt like with the with the leg that he was all the way behind. I felt like he was too out to the side with it.
1: It's a freestyle rule, though, which would apply to the Jordan Burroughs
3: thing. Right, which we haven't even got to. Oh, my gosh. Let well, me we see that. On Gable. Yeah. We, okay, let's see. This is why I yeah, didn't want to go. This is why I didn't want to go weight by weight because, like, you end up it's like, all right, we're talking a lot about like things that we didn't. We gotta get to the heat, right? Freaking Gable Stevenson should and should be strongly considered for the Hodge Trophy. He should be opinion. number one going into this.
1: the NCAA tournament. Are you guys? Are you guys, Are you guys on Ben Island now, where he's 100% favorite oh to win? Oh my gosh! Yes. Like I, we,
2: we said he could move up to number one if he just went out and like dominated Paris and Cassiope, and then he majored Cassiope, and he just majored Paris.
1: Yes. Um. He is the next topic. I loved. Uh, I saw um, a Twitter mention that said, "Heavyweight uh, archipelago, so many islands." That but was that was, that was,
3: was uh, Yaya Thomas's dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was funny. But it's true. It's like no one's beating uh, no one's beating Gable, and then no one below him is beating Mason. in My opinion. No. And then no, I don't no. think anyone's beating Cassiope. Right. So there's three three I, islands. It is a true archipelago. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then, yeah, then you've got the stencils and those types of guys. So, but it is just such an impressive, I mean, how – he embarrassed He embarrassed him. He really did. He taunted him throughout. I mean, it was was insane.
1: What was the deal with Christian Lance not wanting to wrestle him? Oh,
3: Oh, don't get KB
2: going. Don't get him going. it's It's okay.
1: They didn't say anything about it on TV. So he just
2: didn't want to, TV. Ben. He didn't want to.
1: That's what it, it comes to down to. in the special finals, Kyle. It happened to me one time because they knew you know, I was going to go. I, I was doing my takedown records. So they knew I was going to get 14 takedowns. Dude, we didn't want to get tired. He wanted to make it to state, so he forfeited to me. I beat the other guy up in the finals and got 14 takedowns. And the guy, the guy who forfeited beat the other guy in the <laughs> uh, The
2: The number 11 ranked heavyweight in the country said, you know what? I'm good I'm not gonna wrestle this match he did he yeah. just didn't he wrestled and then, and then he came back he said you know I'm good to wrestle this next day I can wrestle these guys he just did not want to wrestle what we, I... it was a dog you fired yeah. up
1: come on, let's go I got fired got, up on the watch party the watch party he went off
2: yeah I, I don't know it it's wrong it's BS uh it's embarrassing I don't. I don't know. Like,
3: what? What are we doing? I mean, it's Big Ten. I mean, it's one thing if it's high school and you know Ben Askren just wants to party on your on your you know, first year wrestler because um, somehow he entered entered the JV and varsity tournament here. Um, I don't know how that happened, but that's one thing. This is
2: the Big Ten semifinals. You walked out there. You said, "Hey, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to shake his hand. We're going to start the match. For and stop it. I don't want. I don't want to wrestle him. Am
3: like, You did that. That that happened.
2: It was on. It was on Bankton Network. It was on TV. People watched it
3: live on the internet. Feels worldwide.
1: Good.
3: Yeah. So that was that was. Uh, that would be
1: very uh, hard for your, your ego to take. I mean, um, feels like much more honorable to, t- to take the asshole and get over with it.
0: Why even walk out there to do it? You know, you like because you
3: have to. He has to. If he forfeits, then he's out of the tournament. You injury default, you can wrestle back, which is what he did.
2: And he yeah. was. He was already qualified. They took eight at heavyweight, so why not just if you're not if you don't want to wrestle that match, just pull yourself out of the tournament. Then at least I mean, you don't you have to go try to
1: dunk him and end up on your back and then get pinned. Yeah, I mean, you guys want to hear some... that? Oh, oh my gosh, that reminds me of something else. I need to talk about my high school career. While doing the takedown record, <laughs> this one dude, I took him down. I don't recall if it was like a knee pick or something, but when I took him down to his back, he body locked me. And I was trying to let him off his back, but he stayed on his back. And then I like, you know, I kind of re- pushed away for a second, but then I, I just like, okay, whatever, I'm gonna pin him and I pinned him. That's what Christian Lance could have done. Yes.
2: I don't understand why more people aren't upset about this. This is like, uh, this would be like, to put it in another sport perspective, like in college basketball, Um, you like there's t- the, only the conference champions auto qualify for the NCAA tournament, but there's teams that are clearly in the field. Going into the conference championship, and that'd be like these two top five teams, like West Virginia and uh, Baylor, if they were to hit in the semifinals of the Big 12 tournament, they're both in the tournament, and one of them just like, you know what, we don't want to play this game. So we're just going to, you go ahead, you advance, you go ahead, you play another game. We'll get ready for nationals.
1: Yeah. It's not a bad idea, honestly. Hey, so let me ask you this. (laughs) No, it's trash. It's trash. (laughs) It's terrible. That's not where he was going, (laughs) Ben. Uh, I'm going to talk about Mason Paris, Okay, which is right on cue. Um, okay. So Spencer, we talked about being the strongest pound for pound. Um, but Mason Paris's fireman's grip or, or uh, what do you call it? Near and far leg is almost more impressive to me because you think like when you lift your weights, you grab that like little bar. And have you ever tried to do pull-ups on like a big old pull-up bar? Yeah. Like that's what Mason Paris is doing. He's grabbing that big old Anthony Cassiope tricep and he's gripping it. And – that's way more impressive than grabbing one of those little noodle arms at 125.
3: Yeah, it is impressive. Mason, it's Mason or, or Spencer both have the freak strength component. I'm pretty sure Mason was like beating Michigan football lifting records as a true freshman. Like he's so crazy. He's he's unbelievable. And to see, but, uh, go ahead. Yeah, it's not even
1: like he just like smoothly takes him over. Or you, it's like he goes there and then he just goes and just like takes him over.
3: Yeah, and then to hold him on, it's not just take him over, holding him there. The yeah. guys can't get off their backs. I know we always say heavyweights can't win they're on their back counter, but a lot of them do, and especially it's not like he's taking him over with a half. It's like a carry, so it's not like the most secure yeah. pinning position. But he's, he's now pinned Cassiope twice. Cassiope has been really good all year long. Um, yes. You know, so it's uh, – he's – He's, he's unreal, but Gable is just another level. I mean, he, he's getting better. Um, definitely quiet. the Gable was ducking Mason at RTC Cup chatter. Gable clearly went there to beat Gwiz. He did that. Um, and it's it's Gable. I think Gable's going to make the Olympic team, too, yeah. still.
1: He, he I, I think he kind of mentions earlier, but Kirkfleet Kirk was uh... – I was way too high. I was wrong on that one. I think we all kind
3: of felt Same that here. way. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's a team loss there.
1: He got beat up by Paris and Cassiope, and I, and I, I, I do believe we picked Paris to win. Maybe I could be wrong. We should rewind the tape. I don't want to misquote ourselves. Uh, but I, I would not have picked Cassiope to beat him, and Cassiope beat him up.
3: Yes, he beat him soundly. I mean, the bottom, wrestling. So one thing, it's like, okay, this guy was has not had a full season of training. That has to be mentioned, right? He's yeah. injured throughout a couple of weeks of training. So I really want to see him train for a full year at Penn State and, and what he can do. Yeah. But there are still some areas where, it, and it's been, this is kind of like a, this is why the rankings play out the way they do and why just because you make U23 teams and just beat, beat up Yusuf Amita, you don't get top five in the rankings because folk style is different. And he couldn't get off the bottom. He couldn't get off the bottom immediately. It wasn't exhaustion. No, it was... he he can't build his base and get away from the elite riders, so that's a that's an area he's gonna have to improve, right? Because Casiopea's not going anywhere. Mason Paris isn't going anywhere. Gable Stevenson he may be gone, but he's got to get off the bottom. But I still think in a year he's gonna be a different guy.
1: Yeah, definitely possible. He
3: and I don't.
2: No if we were talking about it before the show or what, but uh he's gonna struggle with not just those top two guys in the Big Ten or top three guys in the Big Ten, but like Stencil. stencil um, I could see giving him a lot of problems. He's really tough on top. Um, yes. i need to look at the rest of the rankings. How about G Grimm? How good
1: is he on top? Not very. He
2: should be fine. But against you don't the have to, like I, from what So you don't have to be you, stop you don't that have first to be move. Spencer Lee.
1: Yeah. If you're
2: big, which G Grimm is, and uh just know how to r- put a
3: tough ride and frustrate guys you can do that because he he was not able to build his base mm-hmm. um, which is like a, a different sort of thing like who's someone like sometimes Zach Sanders would have a hard time getting away but he was a dude he was like yeah. up and rolling around in and Graby and just just like he just couldn't quite solve the last piece of the puzzle in some big matches but like Kirkley's just like boom flat so Done. He, but at the same time, um, look at what Penn State's done with heavy- – I mean, look what they did with Kassar. Give him a little bit of time. There's a lot to work with with Kirkfleet. So. If you're writing them off now, you're, you're playing yourself.
2: When we first talked about the, the seeds and, and Nomad seeds, I don't think we actually listed off the heavyweight ones, but this is what Nomad had to make. This sure. is He's what I was Yeah. Uh, one Gable, two Stencil, three Schultz, four Grimmel, five Paris, six Laird, seven Cassiope, eight Wood.
3: I mean, you got to throw away
2: the the seating machine if that's what it's spits out. You just <laughs> got to
0: throw it away. You were just defending those nomad seating. Well, uh, well, we're saying that no. they're going to be. Paris only has
1: one loss, correct? Who's that? Paris only has one loss.
3: Yeah, correct. Schultz and Stinson. Schultz and have zero a... losses, right?
2: Grandma might too. It's the only way I can see him getting can... high.
1: Is Paris not an All American yet,
3: technically.
2: Technically. I mean, that has nothing to do with it.
3: Yeah, they don't look at last year.
2: Grimmel only lost to Cold Schultz. I don't see how so, Mason
3: can be behind Grimmel. Yeah, that's I weird. Either. I don't know. I mean, Hopefully.
1: literally, he has all bonus.
3: Yeah, and he beat Cassiope. It, He's 100% I, bonus.
1: It, it probably
2: has to do, and I don't know if Nomad put the, sometimes he puts the, uh, Explain how he it. figured it out yeah uh, he didn't put it out for heavyweight but a lot of times it has to do with like quality wins and um i'm not sure how many paris was able to get this year because we talked about michigan's schedule was kind of weird they had that two-week pause mm-hmm. and then with the rotating they didn't hit a ton of so if you look at it Orndorf, Neville's,
3: who's not in the field right and then kirk, kirk, kirk Vliet,
2: and then cassiope so not a ton of quality Man, wins.
3: find me <laughs> Find me a resume that's better than that, though. That's not Gable Steveson. Uh, Schultz will be better than that. But is, I mean, in terms of quality wins, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it will be. Well, it's not as good. A, listen, there's not a win as good as Cassiope. No, he'd, I'm just saying, better but yeah, he'll have more of and them. And you're
1: saying, well, you're kind of saying that no matter what, Paris is at four, is that what you're saying?
2: Man. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying why it's going to be that way.
1: It's likely because of quality is at four, wins. that's four or five. That's so dumb. It's just incredibly dumb
2: yeah so schultz has beaten uh heinsman grimmel eisley traxler
3: that's less than i thought grimmel. okay did i say grimmel, grimmel. hmm yeah that mm-hmm. that doesn't do it for me personally so we'll see what uh how they end up seeding that um man it's 9 45 this stinks this sticks we're uh good thing we have tomorrow we have tomorrow um we we saw your questions i have them we'll ask them they'll still be just as relevant uh, tomorrow as they were today um, appreciate you guys listening and yes I kind of wish we had a Monday show too maybe next season next year we look into Mondays um, I'm kind of for it day, day hey did you ever hear when Alloc- or at-larges no I, uh, the person I asked said they don't know but uh, at-larges are coming oh, out today Yes, yeah, probably this evening and then bracket show live tomorrow thank you guys so much for listening thanks Ben, Ollie, and KB we will be back know tomorrow. LL. What?
1: My internet
2: layout. Oh yeah. It was much better
3: indoors. Yeah. Look, thought at that? That? <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. It's all right. all right. Thanks Ben. See you buddy. Good luck streaming. Bye.